Get ready for some weirdly pretentious writing, considering the fact that I have no idea what I'm talking about. <clears throat> one wire, two wire, one desire. One man alive, another one expired. One man's life was over, another thought his was. I've missed you, and oh how the blue lights buzz, illuminating the dim dark room like a beacon through the foggy night. All the shades have been pulled, and even then, Calix had covered up the windows with layers of blankets he had nailed to the wall, creating a dark and quiet environment for him to work. The room was filled with a disgusting stench, but Calix didn't notice, and even if he would have, he would not have cared. He was far too excited for his project. <clears throat> Switching perspective. Going to need a lot of power to save my love. I thread the wires through his skin. Each time I pull the wire, I take a Another breath in. Each time I make another incision, it means that I love you. I'm here because I love you. I'm here because I need you. I, I breathe because I love you. I, I'd like to tell myself that I'm doing this for you, and maybe part of me is. But honestly, I'm the one that needs you. The shocks are likely to leave a slight burn on Marcus's body, but that's all right. I have a plan, like always. An electric voice box, a servo motor, a pacemaker, silver cadmium batteries. These were the only parts left for me to install. I make a small incision on my dead lover's chest. I don't like the way his heart looks right now. Lifeless, completely lifeless. He used to say that I could make his heart race just by walking into a room or by holding him in my arms or by speaking three simple words. And now he's dead. I'm right here with him and his heart isn't beating for me. It doesn't beat anymore. He's dead. At the moment. Small incision just under the collarbone. I force my hands to be steady despite my anticipation. I have to carefully guide a wire into the vein of his heart. Once inserted, I program the pacemaker. I slip it back underneath the skin. And now it's time for me to close him back up with stitches. I take a long thread and pull out a matchbox. I strike the match and I feel the heat against my fingertips. I move the match along the string, burning it only a little bit. I want to clean it, not burn it. Once I make it to the end of the string, I blow out the match and let it drop onto the floor. I attach the thread to a needle and put it through the skin, gently and slowly. The string threads do fairly well, with a few bumps and breaks, but nothing that isn't easy to fix. Now that I've threaded it through. I pull the string tight and I bring his skin together. Once I'm done with the needle, I, I put it in my left hand because I have nowhere else left for it. My love is coming back. No more tears, no more tears. No more of those awful lonely years that I had before I met him. No more confusion. You're coming home. 
I grasp his hand and I feel a sweet sensation in my chest and in my eyes. He's really coming home. With three seemingly simple words and the press of a button, my love is alive again. I love you. Breath. I can hear his breath. It's raspy. It's... He sounds... Odd. He clears his throat and... Now his breath sounds more human. He grabs onto my hand as he rises from the operating table. I look him in the eyes. He begins to speak moments after Foley standing up in front of me. I love you, he says. Tears begin to fall from my face. I feel such an immense joy that I haven't felt in so long. Too long. I pull Marcus in tight. He wraps his arms around me as well. It's hard to gather my words in a, the way I wish I could. I... I missed you. I missed you more, he says. We have so many more memories to make. There was a long pause before Marcus spoke again. Yes. Yes, we do. I let go of Marcus and I moved one hand up to the back of his head, cradling him, my other hand on his cheek. I told you that I'd always be there to take care of you. You kept your promise. I thought about you every single day. I know, Calix. After having waited far too long, I kiss him once again. I'm feeling something that I haven't felt in a very long time. I feel like I'm safe again. I feel more at home and I feel more at home the more that I kiss him. I love him and he loves me. This is the best day that I've had in a very long time. I hear some odd noises but he's not responding when we knock. Try opening the door. It's warranted at this point, the man on her earpiece says. Olivia turns the knob to see that it's unlocked. The door swings open with a squeak and she lets go. Hello. Is anybody in here? The room smells god-awful. Olivia isn't quite sure what that putrid smell is, but she'd soon find out. She heard some sort of mechanism releasing air, almost rhythmical the room was very dimly lit and disorganized there's a dim blue light shining through the darkness in the room while a purple light flashes erratically there's a lot of tools on the ground but they don't seem to fit any kind of theme some look like they're for construction paint buckets brushes hammers others look like they're for electronics or something more mechanical and others are medical tools it makes it impossible to pinpoint what they're for she steps over all of them one by one she turns her head to notice numbers etched onto the wall some sort of calculations some look simple and rational others seemed complicated some even being completely incoherent or mathematically impossible some of them 
with symbols that weren't even recognizable. Olivia looks forward and sees somebody standing in the center of the room. According to the neighbor that made the report, the resident lived alone, so it was probably him. I'm part of a mental health crisis team. One of your neighbors said that he was really worried about you. I came here to check on you. The purple light flashed directly over the man standing in the middle of the room. This wasn't a man, at least not anymore. Olivia now saw that she was looking at a corpse. The body had begun to rot with a variety of rips and tears strewn across it. The rips and tears and his skin that unveiled pistons, hydraulics, electronics, and more. With some kind of endoskeleton inside of him. She heard a motor begin to buzz loudly. The body's jaw lowers. I love you. The body's jaw rises back up, becoming clenched again. The corpse's voice sounded rough and robotic, like one of those speaking animatronics you'd see at a theme park, except worn, nearly broken. There are wires that keep his mouth shut. When his jaw opens, you can see wire coils spin out, allowing his jaw to fall. His mouth opens wide and crooked. His jaw is lower than any live human jaw could reach. But his body's decomposing, falling apart. His, there are rips and tears in his cheeks and, and just everything that it just allows his jaw to drop horrifically further. The wires suddenly snap, leaving the jaw even more crooked than it had been the last time it opened. The bottom jaw is now pointed fully downward. I love you. I need you. This time the jaw did not move back up. The broken wires spun wildly, leaving lash marks and slashes on what was left of his face. I love you. I need you. This time the jaw did not move back up. The broken wire spun wildly, leaving lash marks and slashes on what was left of his face. So Calix is definitely struggling. Calix is clearly struggling with mental illness, and to be honest, I don't really know what kind of a procedure would ideally help somebody in this situation. I'm not sure what they could say to get Calix to come with them, seek proper treatment, therapy, you know, all of the things. So I'm having trouble writing the end of this, but I want to do more research so I fully understand the subjects. Um, yeah, uh, basically I just want ending where seeking therapy helps and he has a lot of some moments of self-realization and learns, I don't know, gets through his denial of his boyfriend's death and, I don't know, works through a lot of, like, childhood trauma and stuff, because, uh, I'm actually about to show you a chapter from his traumatic childhood, so yeah, that's an explanation of why that scene just ended so fast. <laughs>